Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we had a celebrity birthday spread special for oh, you, yes. didn't we, with Harry yeah, Hill? Yeah, very good. That was uh, that was exciting. We also spoke to uh, one of the bosses at Duolingo, the language app, um, because mm. uh, they're inviting everybody to join in phonetically with the Ukraine national anthem head of the game against Scotland uh, tonight. So uh, we'll bring you that. We had a bit of a chat about various things. Mm. Ali Ross came in and saw us yes. and had some quite sparky views around the match. <laughs> it was uh, good. Which may surprise you. Um, so here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. I was reading a piece uh, on the way in from uh, Crick Info's Matt Roller. I was thinking, what? he must be known in the Crick Info offices as Heavy. Heavy. He's got to yeah. be, hasn't he? What a great name for a cricket writer. <laughs> that one. But he could be the light roller, Bay, depending on how much he weighs. Bay City. I've got no idea. This well, one for the kids, cricket, maybe. Though, really? It's not. It's not. No, it's not cricket, Andy. You're workshopping me now, which is <laughs> it's very absolutely right to do. <laughs> I, uh, you won't believe this, but I watched a bit of tennis last night. Really? Because, yeah, because... Wow, you were drawn in by Marvin well, Kellner's bit, brilliant she, description Yeah, that's right, she likes a bit of a short mid-evening nap, so I thought, oh, blum, there's nothing else on. So I came in at a good point, actually, mm. uh, and Nadal was one set up, 3 nil up in the second, and then it got to this game. It, it took 18 minutes, this wow. game, one game. Has it got you hooked? You, no. You're a big tennis fan. That put you off. Well, exactly. I mean, mm. I... I I just, I mean, obviously, because I played a lot of tennis when I was a kid, I was a founder member of David Lloyd, you know. Were you really? Heston. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a I, claim I, to fame I, that is. Well, I had to give it up because I got so frustrated. I smashed what, a beautiful racket, head racket on the floor. Not like I, you to show your anger. So I'm not playing anymore. No, you're normally never, very good at covering it. I never it played up. after that. That was it. Uh, one of the other but members, was, for, the, for the Boys and Girls, I haven't heard this story before. Um, yeah, there was a few celebrity members at this club, weren't there? Oh, <laughs> And uh, one <laughs> of them broke down in his car. <laughs> Cliff and, Richards. And you saw him next to the side of the road, your fellow David Lloyd founder member. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you drove past <laughs> I did. Cliff. I did. I thought, well, I thought I could stop and I thought, nah, someone will sort him out. <laughs> Maybe it's bad, was wasn't it? Raining? It? What was the weather like? Yeah, I think the weather was all so right. It was a chance to turn Good Samaritan for one of this country's really. finest I mean, musicians it would have been good for me. I could have been, you know, I might have been. You could have become holidaying in Barbados. You could have been Cliff's mate. You could I'm be not, one of Cliff's inner sanctum. I could have got you a crate not. of his free crate of his wine. Yeah, I know. 
You would have been laughing, mad. You would have been laughing. It's just a, that's a real sliding doors moment for oh, you. Yeah, I should turn the, turn the clock back. Let's have yeah. talk sport listeners. Have your sliding doors <laughs> moments this afternoon. We've got Andy's. I've got something else for you as well. <laughs> I haven't quite finished. Oh, sorry, Andy. I know so you got to do, saying, do your, your, only, your opening monologue. <laughs> well, it's only a little bit of tennis. <laughs> it's just fantastic. It, like Jimmy mean, Fallon. I think the thing is, they make a really difficult game look very easy. They're brilliant, but I just got bored. I just after the eighteen-minute game finished, I thought oh, I can't bother to watch another one of these. Yeah, really. And uh, but and also the bounce, the interminable bouncing of the ball before they serve. I thought oh, I could do without that as well. But then people enjoyed it, so there you go. It finished up ten past one. People enjoyed it. Yeah, I think millions and millions around the world. I wasn't watching it. Did, yeah. Now, um, so apart from your sliding doors moment, if mm. you've got a very similar one, I mean, there's a different world that could have opened mm. up to Andy Jacobs. Every time he saw Cliff at, at the David Lloyd Club, <laughs> Cliff would have said, yeah, hi, Andy, thanks ever so much. I can't think. It's not a problem. No, come let come to dinner with me. me there he is. He's there with Scylla, <laughs> the young generation, <laughs> all of them. Look, at, look them up, kids. They're all sitting around and they're having... And Andy suddenly, Cliff's mate, Lulu, Hank, she'd have been there. Bruce, they're all there at the t- Jet. They're all there. At the- all these names will mean nothing to you unless you're Martin Kellner. But and they're all there. At Andy's at the big. T- and this is cheers to Andy, the good Samaritan, a great friend. So that's his sliding doors moment. He doesn't know anybody these days. So if you've got a similar one, if you can, if you think, if only I'd done that, you this could have happened. Right there, I should have done. Should yeah, have I mean, state the moment's me. gone, Andy. Probably. What year was it? About 1970 something. No, it was. Uh, I'd say about. Oh no, about 1980. About 1980. 1980. The kids were born. About 1983. Okay. Well, Cliff was still very active at yeah. that. He was probably wired for sound at that point. I've he looks no younger idea. now, to be fair. We'll find out what his big hit of 1983 was as you give us your sliding doors moments. Uh, now, Andy, we're going to have a little quiz. We're going to play Have Another Guess, but I'm only going to do it three times. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this, but in the build-up to the Champions League final, the Guardian uh, sent their uh, Colombian football correspondent to go and do a deep dive onto the life and times and family life of um, Luis Diaz. Oh, yes, I didn't see the piece, but I saw the piece, if you know what I mean. I yeah. didn't read it, but I saw it. Did yeah. you spot what the name of Luis Diaz's family dog is? I didn't. Do you want me to have a guess? Well, I do want you to have a guess, but before you do, I should point mm. out it's the name of a footballer. Oh, okay. Not just the first name of a footballer, the um, whole name of a footballer. Harry first. Cripps. <laughs> Big Noel <Harry> fan. <laughs> Harry, that's a brilliant suggestion. Uh, have another guess. Not, it's not Harry Cripps. Okay, you're no, not particularly close. You're Valderrama. It's two words. I'll give you that. Car- not Carlos Valderrama. Okay, Carlos. It's not Carlos Valderrama. I probably would have given you Valderrama for a second guess of any footballer in the world. Uh, third One more. Guess. Uh, Radamel Falcao. <laughs> It's interesting you've gone down the Colombian route, apart from Harry Cripps. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, he is no. Colombian, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Oh, of course yeah. he is, yeah. yeah. But no, the the dog, the family dog, mm. Louis Nass's family dog is called, called Tony Kroos. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it? The dog's called Tony Kroos. And the guy who wrote the piece doesn't really pick, doesn't ask them why. They're just, Strange they're watching thing. some footy. He said, I went and watched some football with them. And uh, the atmosphere at Casa Diaz during the Wolves game is considerably tense. The family dog, named Tony Kroos, is among those watching. He jumps and barks excitedly with each Liverpool goal, spinning and catching his tail in yeah, ecstasy. To be fair, Tony probably jumps at any goal. 
At no point, like my grandson. At no point does the guy from the Guardian say, "Why is he called Tony Gross?" <laughs> I know. Uh, doesn't ask. I'd the ask, question. "Why is he jumping about at Liverpool goals?" Really. So, if you can think of a less, so your dog's got lost in uh, in the park somewhere, and you're looking for him. Was he a look, port- was he Porto before? Was he a Porto fan? Did he? Where did he come from, dear? It's not Sporting, was it? Where did he? I can't come? remember. Uh, it, yeah. might have been, it might have been Porto. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine he's a Porto fan as well. The dog. Okay, fair enough. Tony. Well, it doesn't say that, but it doesn't tell us why it's called Tony Crow. So, can you, if you think, I think maybe Andy's found it with Harry Cripps. If you can think of a less likely name to have to shout, of a whole footballer's name, <laughs> we need the whole footballer's name you've got to shout for in the park, looking for your dog. Just have the best of them this afternoon. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J was Porto. Yeah, because he, no he'd been playing Champions <laughs> League, hadn't he? Um, Yes, there was a Fenton, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't it a Fenton yeah. who played for Aston Villa back in the day? Oh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. let's move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You've been getting in touch. Other member, somebody else who had a David Lloyd uh, celebrity member, Andy, was Steve. Phil Thompson, a member of my David Lloyd, I saw him uh, a little while ago doing some childcare duties with his granddaughter. I saw him and said, Joe, you got a new job there, Phil? And he just laughed it off. But later I found out in the news that he wasn't at Sky Sports anymore. It was no more loaded than that, <laughs> if Phil is listening. <laughs> oh, dear. The fellow was only joking. Oh, yeah. golly. We're asking off the back of the fact that we discovered at the weekend that Luis Diaz's dog uh, back home in Colombia is called Tony Cross. Not Tony or Cross. Tony Cross, and so uh, when they want to get him in for the night, if he's running around the streets, <laughs> that's what they have to shout out the window, which is... Um, yeah, enough, so we thought of anything... I mean, Harry... Uh, sorry, Andy came up with Harry Cripps, the former Millwall player, <laughs> and you might go some to beat that, but it, I think when the Leeds fan is right to say, if you went out the front of the house and shouted, Gary Taylor Fletcher! <laughs> great, come on, boy. Yeah. That would be good. Thank you, Win, for that. That bloke that plays for uh, Torquay. Con- is it Connor Lemonhead something? Uh, yes. 
Connor Lemon Hay Evans. That's oh, a nice Evans, one to yeah. share. I mean, like, let's just take it as read that double barrel names. Uh, Kerry and Redruth, Papa Booba Diop. That would be a nice thing to share out of the front door, wouldn't <laughs> it? Would be, yeah. or, as would uh, Jan Argafiortoft, uh, says uh, Snake, uh, or Edson Arantes do Nascimento. But that's a short name you could call that one. Well, it's there it. is. Imagine yeah. that. I've, I've named my dog after Pele. <laughs> yeah. Really? And yeah. then you go, out the, you go out the front of the house and you're shouting, Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Well, I don't like to call it. Everybody calls their dog. Yes, Jan Venegor of Hesslink, Nigel Morvampton. That was bound to come up, wasn't I do it? That, yeah. yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier on that Andy could have pulled over, and um, when Cliff Richard broke down, when they were both members of the same David Lloyd Tennis Club, but he didn't. He drove past Cliff in the rain, and they never forged the friendship. Honestly, I'm really regretting. Andy it now. and the family never had these lovely free trips to um, Barbados. I've never thought about it in those terms. Yeah. I feel quite depressed. You think about a friendship that could have built? Yeah. You, could, you, know, you could have eaten at the top table with. Uh, you could have been like one on one of his road crew. You could have been out there touring what the world. Road with, crew. Just yeah. to see you lugging amplifiers about. <laughs> Um, ignoring yeah. other members of the road crew that broke them down. Yeah. Rich, Richard makes a good point. He said it could have been a sliding doors moment for Cliff too. If Andy had come to his aid at the side of the road, he could have followed up his uh, hit wired for sound with what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> a definite Eurovision hit, one of Andy's catchphrases. And yeah, you could have ended up writing songs with him, Andy. Yeah, it's true. Done a new official song for Chelsea. Okay, uh, keep those coming. Um, unlikely names four pets after the back of Lewis uh, Diaz's family calling their dog Tony Kroos and those sliding doors moments. Uh, and he's not with Cliff in Barbados. He's sitting here with me. Um, so that, that was the big mistake he made that day. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, Rob Catterson mentioned there that uh, the Derby's, of course, in running tribute to Lester Piggott. Mm. Nice idea. Uh, but this letter to the son this morning from Gary Lilly. Uh, you just, you know, I talk, call these the ad nothing. This one's classic because he, he basically must have copied this out of the paper. He said, what a legacy the jockey Lester Piggott left. Undoubtedly the greatest ever with 4,493 career wins, including 11 jockeys championships and nine derby wins. I mean, he had to have got that out of the paper. Yeah. So why write it back to the paper when we've all seen What's the point, <laughs> it's just, mate? It's just a example of recycling it's a beautiful thing <laughs> it's fantastic isn't it um, uh, yes oh, go on carry on yes on I like this one mm. the uh, UEFA have continued to employ an ethics and disciplinary inspector despite discovering that he'd been reprimanded for placing thousands of bets on matches even backing his own national team to lose and he's got a brilliant name this fella Ivan Robber <laughs> it's brilliant isn't it you <laughs> couldn't make it good. up that's good <laughs> Um, well done. We, we mentioned earlier on that Luis, uh, Luis Diaz's dog back in uh, Colombia is, is <laughs> called Tony Kroos. It's amazing, isn't it? Tony Kroos. Is there, not Tony, not Kroos, Tony Kroos. That's the name of the dog. Mm. And the, the piece in The Guardian that told us that, the, the guy who wrote the piece in, didn't think to ask. Didn't ask the, didn't ask the Diaz family, old one, why it, Tony? Really? I suppose they would have just said, why not? But uh, that's well, the name they have to shout big match, you know, uh, when Real they're in Madrid the park. The, yeah. Ben, the Spurs fan, says, imagine shouting Paul Pesca Salido in the park, uh, a dog. We are looking for unlikely mm. names. The most obvious one um, has uh, come from, where's this one? Yeah, it's from Eugene. He said, surely you've got to go back to the 80s and Borough and the infamous Billy Woof. <laughs> W-O-O-F, Woof. That's how you spell his name. And that would be, that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Um, it would be, yeah. I think you're trying to talk to him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's true. There would be difficult situations. Martin in Weatherby says, imagine shouting across a field to your dog, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, no. <laughs> Leave it. Leave. <laughs> drop it. This, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, drop it. 
this letter to the Mail today could absolutely have come straight out of private eye. It's brilliant, this. From Alan Grindle, it says, Farewell, Laura Robson, from professional tennis. Sadly, there was never any likelihood that Wimbledon's Henman Hill would be renamed Robson Green. That's good. <laughs> That's well done. Private eye. That's <laughs> worth 50 quid of anyone's money. <laughs> EJ Thribble, isn't it, that one? Shall we um, have some clips of the month to get the listeners voting for the clips of the month for May? Here we go. And it was good to see for the goal of the season. Even match of the day brought this back. Yes. The original and the best. That's After true. all those years yeah, of yeah, they did. Uh, the latest indie pop songs, they've gone back uh, to the lightning scenes. Well done to them. But we've always stuck with it every month. And we ask you to vote via Twitter at TSHNJ, TSHANDJ. As always, we'll have two semi finals and then a final. And we will bring you the winner just before the three o'clock news and sport this afternoon. Uh, so, um, Ad, you want to kick us off? Yeah, we kick off with Breakfast Sam Ellard with one we're calling, and it was going so well. I had the pleasure of speaking with a proper Liverpool legend. Five league titles he won, three FA Cups, five league cups, uh, two European Cups, 346 wow. goals he scored for Liverpool. That's a lot of goals, isn't it, Darren wow. Ben? I've been speaking with Ian Rash. Yeah, known as Nasty in the dressing room there, good old Ian Rash. We saw him on the, on the, build up, on the pitch. This is Darren Ben on Drive during a quiz about musical instruments. Darren Ben, can you give no. me five <laughs> string instruments? Oh my god, violin. One. A oh, harpoon, is that one? Probably not. It's, <laughs> it's quite hard to get a tune out of a harpoon. Harpoon marks. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's the, tune, uh, the theme tune from Orca. I don't know. But anyway, Andy, what's next? It's Laura Woods welcoming a special guest onto breakfast. And it did make us wonder whether our old mate 19's Paul Hardcastle has started working for TalkSport. Chelsea manager Emma Hayes is now on the line to speak to us. Good morning, Emma. How are you? Emma. Good morning, guys. How are you? We've got a little bit of an echo. Um, Emma, first of all, congratulations. An, an amazing season that you had. A brilliant rivalry going on with Arsenal. Some amazing players and performances there too. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Are you feeling? Are you feeling? <laughs> it's a beautiful remix, That's actually. It's quite a fat boy slim, I'd say. We think, yeah, it's got a bit of that, the dub mix. We think Paul could have been at the controls for us later that same afternoon when we chatted to uh, Faker Others. Yeah, he had a pour all over that and tell us uh, what she made of the season so far. And we may touch on Luton after the fine work they've done this season. Faker Others, hi, Faye. How you doing? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I say, just to be polite, I did feel like saying, good, thank you. Yeah, thanks for asking. Not too bad. Yeah, how about you? But I just I felt like I should answer every one of them, but then realised it was an, an echo. So here's Ian Danter now commentating on Sheffield United versus Fulham. Chalibur trying to respond for Fulham, trying to slip the ball through to Bobby Deckard over Reed, But Sheffield United repel. There's a heavy challenge on Kenny Tete. Well, it was heavy, well, it was. wasn't it? <laughs> Come on, really two-footed <laughs> that was, wasn't it? Yeah, you could hear it. Paul Coit on early breakfast now, being a touch rude to his man at the control desk, Stuart. Go on. What I do is I put your fader up for you, yeah. so you can hit the... This is technical the talk, by yeah. the way, your fader. But Volume for, knob. But no need for that, Coit. He's doing his best. <laughs> it's about five o'clock in the morning. And finally, this is Laura on breakfast once again, introducing a chat with an FA Cup... Uh, Final penalty shootout hero. Costa Simicao spoke to Talksport about his winning penalty. I went inside because Robo had the, had the cramps. 
Well, I don't think you'll thank you for telling the world that, Costas. Uh, I, oh, the cramps. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. So there we are. What do you want to hear again? Is it Ian Rash? Is it uh, getting a tune out of a harpoon? Uh, is it that incredibly bad echo on two fronts? Is it dance and that loud noise at the stadium? Is it quietly being rude about Stuart at the control desk? Or is it Costas Simicas? Uh, sharing secrets about his teammates. So, uh, go along. There's two semi-finals there at TSH&J, T-S-H-A-N-D-J. And vote for your favourite in the two semi-finals. We'll give you an update uh, uh, just ahead of uh, the final. And um, you can vote in that as well. And we'll bring you the winner just before three o'clock. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> Now that is the Ukraine national anthem, mm. and uh, tonight when it rings out at Hamden, there's a pretty good chance that uh, the Scotland fans would like to join in before the hostilities properly start on the football field. They'll want to show solidarity with the Ukraine players and fans that have made it to Glasgow, um, and they can do that because um, phonetically it is available to them. Uh, and here to tell us more about that, the people behind it, uh, it's from the language app uh, Duolingo, and joining us now, uh, Colin Watkins. Good afternoon, Colin. Hello, hello. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, what a nice idea. So Bonjour. Is this... Yes. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Actually, he's going, going through the card. going through the card. <laughs> That's right. We'll do some basics. Um, so, yeah, is it, will this be sort of phonetically on sheets of paper, or will it be a big screen thing that will be happening in, in Amden tonight? Yeah, it'll be across everywhere, essentially. So what we're going to do is that we've got a, a Ukrainian opera singer standing on the steps outside Hamden with some Ukrainian musicians and the voice of the town choir from Glasgow and then some fans from the Scottish Football Supporters Association. They're all going to turn up and we're going to have a go at singing this. We're going to be handing out flyers with the lyrics. If you go to Duolingo UK on Twitter, you can see a sing-along version on there. So hopefully, uh, and I like literally my taxi driver... Uh, into town uh, a moment ago said that they're handing out flyers at the fans park in the centre of Glasgow so you know there's a, we've got an ad in the daily record today with a lyric so everybody should be able to find it everybody should be able to find those lyrics lovely should be a beautiful moment mm. if people, people, people coming together that's, uh, that's a lovely idea where did it are you, I know you've been working with the Scottish Football Supporters Association on this Colin yeah now, so we, we were sort of knocking around some ideas for the World Cup so obviously Duolingo language learning app 40 languages We've got, you know, the uh, whenever we see lots of cultures coming together around World Cups or sporting events or even like Eurovision, we always try and do something fun. But when we were talking about the World Cup, we hit upon this idea, which is like the Scotland-Ukraine game has been delayed. Everything that's going on over there, you know, language is something that unites us. What can we do to sort of show support but do it in a visible, audible way? And we were just knocking around some ideas and we've got a couple of Ukrainians in work and they said, why don't we sing the national anthem? That's where it was born. We then went to, to Paul over at the Scottish Footballers Association and said, look, would you be interested in doing this? They were totally on board. We found a choir. We found an opera singer. You know, we've literally just been doing a run through here a minute ago. He's a, an amazing chap. You know, he's from, he's from Kiev. So, um, yeah, it's, it's all looking good. It's all looking good. Excellent. Yeah, it's. I mean, phonetically, how difficult is it? I mean, if, if, I'm sure you've had a few run-throughs. How have you got on? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, my uh, it's not the easiest language. Mm. I'll be honest, which is why we wanted to do this in a very phonetic way. So it's not the actual 
legitimate phonetic translation. But actually, if you read it in English, it will get to, it will get you to a good place. And we're not asking fans to be full, to be perfect. We don't expect them to be perfect. It's a sort of symbolism of it of just giving it a go. Yeah. You know, when I've run this through with sort of Ukrainians, they said, "Look, it's just the standing up and doing something and being visible that we really appreciate." So you know, don't don't worry about that thing. I mean, that's the same with language learning. Whatever language you're learning, you know, you, you feel that trepidation at the start. Nobody's going to care. Just give it a go. Sing your heart out. Let's see if we can get Hamden singing it all in one tonight. Yeah. Do you have to be multilingual to work for Duolingo? You don't have don't, to be, but it helps. Me. Is that what they have above <laughs> <No>. their desks? <laughs> Honestly, there's so many PhDs and people that can speak all kinds of languages. I went there from, you know, a background in television, so... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right in German and I'm passable in French. I even started learning um, a little bit of Welsh because we've, uh, oh, bizarrely, Welsh was the fastest growing language in the UK two years ago and was oh. the second fastest growing last year. So, and my my heritage is Welsh. Shouldn't say that sitting in Glasgow Central Station. But um, yeah, no, you don't have to be. Why are you, are you looking for a job? No, no, no. no, no, no. Andy's, Andy's dabbled quite a lot no, in I've, Spanish. I've, yeah, I've got the Duolingo Spanish app, so it's good. It's very good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. So it's a yeah. thumbs up from you, Andy, isn't oh, it? Oh, very much well, so. How would you say that in Spanish? Uh, what, thumbs up? Yeah. Well, that's not very good, is <laughs> that's it? Good, it's good, Obviously, it? that's lesson 12, and you're only up to a lesson <laughs> thumbs, 11. What was that? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't spoken to for about three years, so yeah. I'm a bit Have you got rusty. Any, is there any phrases that you like to turn to? Um, My hovercraft is full of eels. Is it one of those? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't put me on the I won't put you on the spot, no. There's, there's, uh, so one of the one of the um, sentences that gets pulled out in the app all the time is that is there's a Norwegian architect in my bed, which people always like have a go at and say, There's no way, there's no way I will ever need that. But actually, what that's doing is through repetition, it basically teaches you how to construct sentences. Right. So actually, the way that Duolingo teaches you is not through regurgitate this phrase, you know, just repeat the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's very unlikely that you will learn that. But actually, through five ten minutes a day on the app. You know, over a period of time, you will just learn, because it's just in there, how to construct things. So, you know, there's a Norwegian architect in my bed. My dog's favourite film is Goodfellas. All of these things teach you how to sort of build and construct yeah. construct your own vocabulary. So, yeah. Um, it would be you, frustrating, though, Colin, if you were in an Oslo hotel and you went upstairs and someone had got your room key and you had to go back down to reception and say, there's a, there's a Norwegian architect in my bed. And they say, oh, yeah, Duolingo. Fantastic. Yeah, well, I do that as well. I've been, I've been learning. No, really, there is. There definitely is. I like how you've got their occupation out of them as well before you actually left the room. What are you doing in my bed? They're doing some technical drawing. They're sitting up in bed. They've got all their pencils out. And, you know, are you their... a structural engineer or an architect? You've got to ask That's that good. question first. So, um, talking, you, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you must be looking forward to the match as well as, obviously, the Duolingo effort at the start. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting one because, you know, I, I'm a football fan, I'm a Rovers fan. You know, if I, I wouldn't want to be singing the national anthem myself if I was a player, which is which was one of the first ideas, is that could we get the Scotland team singing as well? And actually, I was like, no, well, let's, let's not do that. They've got to focus on the game. You know, it, it's sports. You know, both teams are going to go out there to win. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it should be a good game. When you say Rovers, mm. you mean Blackburn Rovers, I take it. Other oh, Rovers Blackburn, are available. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Rovers, There's only one Rovers. Okay. There's only one Rovers. What about the new manager who you're favouring? Oh, you know, I was joking with your producer about this. I honestly don't know. I mean, I we love Tony Mowbray. Mm. You know, I'm gutted to see him go. Um, 
I don't know. I think Big Duncan Ferguson is. He's the favourite, Big Dunk. Yes, he I saw now, that. Yeah. He did well at Everton, I think. I mean, just, you know, it's kind of, it's an interesting one there, isn't it? It'd be, in, it'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know. That came out of left field. I think there's Farker that was at Norwich and Carvajal. I think they're the other two that are sort of in line for it. But honestly, I think with any of those three, you know, they'd give it a good go at Rovers. Yeah. Um, just finally, we're talking about learning a language phonetically, the best example we ever had of that was there when we did a, on Fantasy Football, did a Phoenix from the Flames with Roger Miller, the former Cameroon <laughs> legend. And Roger yeah. came over to do a Phoenix from the Flames where he was playing, don't ask, he was playing the part of Peter Purvis, the former uh, Blue Peter presenter. And the ads that Peter did during the 1990 World Cup when he was uh, for the, I think for the for ele- the electricity board or whatever yeah, the equivalent yeah. was. And um, Roger didn't speak a word of English. So um, the guys, ever wondered, the guys <laughs> had to write phonetically on boards what Roger Miller had to say in English, all phonetically. And he did remarkably well, didn't he? Yeah. If you watch the Phoenix back, it's still on um, still on YouTube. And he has to say, he stands there and comes on dressed as Peter Purvis, which is a sight in itself, and says, have you ever wondered where all... <laughs> but he does it. He, he just reads yeah. it off of boards and he manages it. But it's not an easy way to operate, is it, phonetically like that? No, and that's what we had to do with this one. So there's a sort of standardised phonetic version, and then there's what we've done, which is literally me and my daughter singing it through with Mikhailo from work, and then going... So there's a couple of sounds in there which we don't have in English, so there's like a zhuzh sound. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were saying, should we have a J to write that down, or should we have an SH? But then you get shanky or janky, and that's not quite right. Mm-hmm. So actually, it, it, but it's passable. And I think that's the thing as well, is that this is not Ukrainian. You're not learning Ukrainian learning like this. But it's a symbol of it, showing support at Ukraine. And then if you want to go off and learn Ukrainian, I mean, we've had many people in the UK doing this because they're accepting Ukrainian refugees. Mm. So they just want to learn a few phrases. Um, but, you know, if it's you learning Spanish or if it's learning Latin or Klingon or Welsh or Scots Gaelic or whatever it is, you know, just try it out five, ten minutes a day. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We have a celebrity birthday spread special. Charlie Baker is not with us. Max mm. couldn't make it either. So we've got um, Harry Hill yeah. is joining us for a celebrity special at 3.30. Uh, first one of those we've done. Um, Ali Ross, the Tartan Army, will be joining us to look ahead of the game tonight. Uh, and before we talk about the Queen's uh, fantastic new golf buggy, which we may see over the weekend. Yes, lovely. Um, let's just bring the winner of the Clips of the Month. Uh, mm. The final was between uh, Laura and Faye and a lot of echo, but you really did love this one. It was Ian Danter on commentary duty. Chalaba trying to respond for Fulham, trying to slip the ball through to Bobby Deckard over Reed, But Sheffield United repel. There's a heavy challenge on... Kenny Tete. It certainly was. <laughs> it is good, isn't Thanks it? for everybody who voted. 60% of you went for that one. And we'll have, uh, mm. of course, the Clips of the Week returning. We're not here Thursday and Friday on the Bank of Londres, but Clips of the Week the following week. So if you do hear a clip on TalkSport, as always, send it to TalkSport.com, text 81089 or tweet it to and j And if it's played on Friday, you will get a credit. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yep, they'll be belting that out of hand. It's great for Harry to have brought in these angles. He brought his own pipes in, which is good of him. (laughs) And they'll be obviously belting out the uh, Ukrainian national anthem. We spoke to Duolingo earlier on. They're going to be supplying the words phonetically for the Scotland fans. What, for Um, Flower of Scotland? No, yeah. yeah. (laughs) For their own anthem. Uh, So we looked at it from a a Ukraine point of view earlier on in the show, looked at their team, etc. Tartan Army foot soldier, son, uh, TV critic, 
Uh, Ali Ross is with us. Hi, Ali. Lovely to see you again. Now, there's an interesting dilemma for you. you as you said, you, with the schedule and the game being um, mm. moved around, you, you didn't get time off to do uh, this match. But you have got a ticket for for Wales should they win tonight. I have. I, I, oh. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself because no. that's the disease from down here. <laughs> <laughs> However... Yes. <laughs> If if things go the way I ho- certainly hope they do tonight, then yeah, you're going. But you won't be going. You know, it's not like winner stays on. You won't go and support Ukraine on in Wales on Saturday night. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll sit at home and support Ukraine <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. How are you feeling about tonight? Because I mean, like a mm. lot of Scotland fans say, once the whistle blows, and as Andre Shevchenko has said, it's sport. Once it happens, it's a game of football. And there's been a lot of stuff said about, you know, the neutrals' choice and what Graham mm. Soonis said about they should let them have a buy. Um, yeah, but you know, I mean, how you think? You feel a little bit compromised? You'd rather probably not at all. No, I, I saw what Sunes said, and I mm. thought, well, it's it's heavy artillery they need, not condescension. Mm. I hope we go out there and stuff them two or three nil, four. I'd take anything. I just want to win. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's as big for Scotland. Not maybe not as big, but terms. in footballing terms, it is. You know, it's such Absolutely. a long yeah, time. Yeah, we've not qualified for uh, a World Cup since 1998. So what are we? We we just going to step aside? And Sunes went on to say he hopes they win the whole tournament. Well, they're not going to. Mm. <laughs> they're definitely not. So going to. why on earth are you saying that? Yeah. Um, I, I hope the hope the team remember exactly what the Ukraine manager did when we drew them back in December, which was before all this started, mm. and they all started high fiving each other and celebrating where the draw was made, and saying they've got the, the easiest draw. I do so, love the way, Ali, you're possibly the only person in the country at the moment trash-talking Ukraine going into this match. <laughs> <laughs> Have I captured the mood of the nation? Read the room, mate. Read the room, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to separate. I, I, like, I think it's good. And I think mm. if you're a proper Ukraine football fan, they'll be lapping that up because well, they're they going there to watch it, yeah. a good battle, a good game of football, and they hope their team wins the way you hey, come your on, with Scotland. We're not the... Royal Engineers or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> playing with our shirts outside the socks. Yeah. This is a game there to be won. Mm. To be won. Yeah. And I think we can. Um, their, their press have been less than generous about us as well, so uh, keep that in mind, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing outside He's pinning that. it on He's... his virtual notice board, all this stuff, Ali. Certainly, he's remembered it always, remembered it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, on a good run as well, aren't they? I, I don't think we've lost for eight or nine games. So yeah, yeah. I, I personally want Ukraine to win because I don't want Scotland to be in the World Cup. Oh. I would have wanted them to be in the World Cup. I was yeah. desperate for them to be in the World uh, Cup. Hmm. But now they're in England's group. I don't want them there because you know what's going to happen. Going to be no <laughs> the only game they care. They'll lose every other game. They'll only care about that one, and they'll probably draw or win it. And it's so annoying that Scotland they only play well against England. Yeah, but if you offered me that, lose to Iran and the United States, <laughs> no, beat England, ridiculous. I go on then. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to have grown out of that, but I can't. I'm so small-minded. Wouldn't small it be better the other way round? Wouldn't it be to beat the other teams and lose to England and still qualify for the next yeah. phase? Surely that's the way to look at no. it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't think, with the best will in the world, we're going to come home with a trophy, so we might as well come home with local bragging <laughs> Try to ruin ours. <laughs> you've, got, you've got enough. I mean, look, Tierney's missing and he's a big player for a you. a big loss. You've yeah. got a lot of good players out there uh, this evening. You should well, have enough, it? you know, you would think on the face of it to get it done. It just does depend. I mean, still, they, they will be playing on, on adrenaline. They've not had much of a warm-up to no. this. They've found it difficult. It's a very hard game to predict that yeah, one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that, the heart and, and the, how much they mm. want to win for, for people back home 
that could take them all the way. It might only well, take them so far. Be a factor, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, people keep asking me what you think is going to. I think it's going to be two one, but I couldn't tell you who to. Mm. Uh, I would like to think it'll be us because they're perfectly capable of winning that game because we've still got a, a number of great. Le- Hickey can come in. He's playing for Bologna, so uh, Tierney is a bad loss, but it's it's not on. It's not unsalvageable. Yeah, put it that right, way. Andy Robertson as well. Yes. What about Gilmore, Billy Gilmore? Is he going to be playing? Yeah, he will. I, I'm, I hope I'm, he has a good game because mm, I, I was very disappointed with his. What a waste of a loan that was going to Norwich. Really, yeah. Sometimes you've really got to think about where you loan He was these on players such a to. high, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. And he is, was, is he going to go back to Chelsea? Because. Well, he'll go back to Chelsea, but and then you know, farm him out again. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's up to him to make an impression. Oh no, on it's, it's there for him to have a, uh, a great game tonight. Mm. It's, he's not, I can't remember him having a bad game for Scotland. He, he really no, raises I mean, his I, performance. I really, really rated him, but I thought it was it just a, didn't bad work move. for him at yeah. all, and he didn't play well really. But you know, obviously, as long different. as I keep you happy with my quiz questions this week, Andy, <laughs> yeah, which I shall be forwarding God. to you in the next twenty-four hours. Yeah, now, um, Ali got a mention so on bad, Friday afternoon <laughs> because um, there was a question in his um, <laughs> unexpected morons in the bagging area part of his column uh, with a question: which Irish airport um, has ORK as its code? And you know, it took a bit, and he wasn't quite sure, but we just added the word C, and it all kind of made yeah, sense. Yeah, it made yeah. sense. Yeah. I, as you said, Paul, it's not Tipperary, is it's it? It's not Tipperary. <laughs> no. no, no, it did have to be caught. But, that's true. I mean, look, I've not, the producers lined this up, not me. But um, Ali then did get in touch with a couple more questions for Andy. I don't, ex- I didn't think probably Ali expected him to give the answer that he did. But this is what happened. Could you test Andy on these mystery Irish cities and see if he gets either of them right uh, on Tipping Point Lucky Stars? The first one is U-B-L-I-N. U-B-L-I-N. Irish cities, that that might be the code for the airport. U-B... U-B... U-B-L-I-N. Linfield? I don't know. U-B... U-B-L-I-N. Yeah, now, of when we did Cork, there was a letter missing. U-B... U-B... Oh, Dublin! Sorry. Oh, dear me. I was driving when I almost swerved off the A414. Just, so bad. I, I want him on tip. You, you sent me a picture of yourself in the car where you don't just pull over onto the hard shoulder because you were a danger of traffic. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. when it comes to the 1% club, I do all right you, You're on good that. at that. Yeah. Really? That's a good show, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I like love it. Show. I enjoyed I it. Saw Very good show. Last yeah. week. So I, I think your 2-1 uh, prediction is mm. uh, I just think look the longer the game goes on a bit of superior fitness and as we said you know that adrenaline level may drop they've got to be a bit rusty some of the players yeah of course I mean as I said they've had very little build up to this they've tried to squeeze in as many friendlies as they could but it's nothing the intensity of, especially playing away playing in mm. Scotland's home stadium it's going to be tough I think yeah yeah it's, 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 it's so hard to predict this I'm, I'm almost glad I'm not there because mm. I, I I don't think I could live with the tension and the uncertainty of it all. No. And you've probably bopped them by buying a ticket for Saturday. So there we are. <laughs> yeah. You have to play. You have to forward You talked me into that one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I know your game. You have to forward play. Um, uh, Ali, fantastic. Uh, lovely to see you. Enjoy. You. Enjoy. Where will you watch them? Will you watch alone quietly or in, in a big group of Scotland I'm, fans? I'm almost going to have to. I'm, I'm on. Because I'm still doing a column this week as mm. well, I'm, I'm, I'm on BGT Watch as well. Oh. So. I'm going to be flipping around. I'm going to be out really late, <laughs> and, I'm, and then I'm, got, I'm off to Armenia for the game as well. So. Oh right! Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Looking forward to that. 
that's one of the great joys of being a member mm. of the Tartan Army. You get some weird and wonderful places, yeah, new parts of the world. Three days in Yerevan. Fantastic. Yeah. That's your new book. He'll be signing copies in Waterstone. <laughs> yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it's time for the birthday spread. Oh, and yes. like all good formats, the pointlesses, the um, chases and the family fortunes of this world. <laughs> Very sport. Uh, you always get a celebrity spin-off. It's the first time we've done it. Um, Charlie's not with us today because Charlie uh, is rehearsing for his new show. He's playing Tony Blair in Tony. Marvellous. Tony Blair, rock opera. And we're delighted to say stepping into the breach to represent him today is uh, the co-writer of Tony, uh, the Tony Blair rock opera, Mr. Harry Hill. Good afternoon, Harry. Good afternoon, Paul. Hello, Andy. It's wonderful to be able to... I'm standing outside the theatre here in Finsbury Park, mm. so you might you could probably hear the, um, the rattle of... Um, cartwheels and hooves as the uh, <laughs> local people go about their business. The costermongers, <laughs> boy with a hoop on a stick. Yeah. Fantastic. There's something about yeah. you being in Finsbury Park as yes, well. Yes, it is. one for old like fans of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, before we get underway, tell us a bit about the show. I'd say to- um, Charlie is playing is Tony Blair. It, it opens fairly soon, yeah. doesn't it? It opens. When does it open? I think we've got our first preview tomorrow. Is wow. it tomorrow at it might even be tonight. Yeah, no, it's going great, actually. It's really good fun. I mean, uh, you know, it's not an obvious fit, necessarily, me writing a uh, biting, satirical, political <laughs> But um, it's a very funny two hours. You know, it's um, a lot of kind of silly wigs and beards. And, you know, you forget how many really great characters there were from that time. You know, uh, John Prescott, we've got... Um, <laughs> We've got David Blunkett, we've got Claire Shaw. Obviously, we, you know, we've got Saddam Hussein, who we <laughs> kind of play as. Yeah. <laughs> we've got a, we play as a kind of Groucho Marx type character. Wow. <laughs> so he's going, yeah, I never did anything wrong. What's, what's wrong with everything? This kind of thing. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we've got Princess <laughs> Diana, wow. who comes back as a sort of ghost in the second half. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could just get into a hell of a lot of trouble with this, Paul. But <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. It sounds good. I may have to. I may have to go to Bruges. Okay. <laughs> when his play opens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. We'll uh, look. We'll get you in for a proper <laughs> chat when it's when it's up and running. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah, get underway with the game because it's pretty yes. straightforward. We're going to get. To, I think Charlie's explained it to you. Ten people's yeah. birthdays. We have to try and guess their ages. Uh, Andy yeah. has got a gilt edge gag, I think, attached to each one of these birthdays, which is why he's chosen. And um, Jeff Peters, who's on the line live, <laughs> no, live from Ibiza, will keep the, keep the score. Mm. And that's it, really. And then a margin of error will build, and the one with the shortest margin of error after ten guesses is the winner in the first ever celebrity birthday spread. Yeah, we play five to a half time, and then <clears> five in the yeah, second. Yeah, we have half. an orange at half time, and then we come back. So, um, well, let's get underway, shall we? It's um, Pele off yeah. the company of music, yeah. please. So here's Pele. This is Pele. Football. Yeah, this is Pele and Sergio Mendes. Here it is. Have a listen. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah the man himself. He's just humming. I mean, really. Yeah. Didn't put his back into it, did Not he? Really, no. So, okay, then, first birthday, I'll go first. But somebody who did, the singer songwriter Susie Sue. Susie oh, yeah, Sue. Susie Sue. Now, Susie I, Sue, I yeah. knew her actually before she was famous when she sang with a group of accountants. Yes. Susie and the Balance Sheets. 
Susie and the balance sheets. We balance like it. sheets, that's good. You yeah, write, that's solid guilt. That's guilt. You're writing these down? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go first. That's the sort of reaction I was expecting. I'll go, good. I'll go first, H, to get us underway. I'll go yeah. uh, Susie Sue. She's got to be getting on now, hasn't <clears> she, yeah. really? Yeah. Hong Kong Garden. <laughs> She'll be sounding like that now, wouldn't she? Uh, <laughs> it's a bit so like the old nan. So um, yeah. Is she uh, 60? Hong that... Kong window box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going 60, H. What about you? Oh, well, you know how I remember this. is Susie Sue, 62. <laughs> oh, not bad. You've got you to have a bi- system. It's, it's the old bingo caller in there. <laughs> yeah, well, that worked three well, years the punk, ago. <laughs> the punk bingo caller would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. It worked three years ago, but she's now 65, believe it or not. Oh, she's never. Yeah. 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 Everybody on the coach going down to Margate. Very so, harsh. Jeff, what's that done to the scores? <laughs> Your daughter takes an early lead. Your daughter's here to pick you up, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> She's out front. Yeah. She got those things you asked for. Anyway, sorry, Jeff. What's the score? So Harry takes an early lead. Ooh. Harry on three, Paul on five. Okay, Ooh, Harry's start, in the lead. Yeah. Harry, you, we alternate these, so you go first this time. <coughs> Andy, what's the oh, next okay. birthday? The next right. birthday is the musician Roland Gift. Oh, yeah, Roland, Roland Gift. Gift. And, uh, Roland he, Gift. Yes, he bought me a beautiful racing colt that went on to win several races before its teeth fell out. Yes. It was my fault. The vet told me to check it, check its molars, but I didn't. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. Gift horse in the no, mouth. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely writing these down. He wish he had a free yeah. hand. Well, I always say, uh, if you're in a lift with Roland Giff, uh, uh, after you, it's floor two. Floor 62. <laughs> 62. <laughs> 62, Roland Giff. Um, I go Roland. That's how I remember it. I don't exactly. know if anyone else has got a system for remembering. You've got to have a system. I I if he's a bit, he may be a bit. Uh, I'll go 61. Uh, good guessing by both of you. He's 60. Oh, what about that? Oh. Caught in a trap. 60. So, 60. Yeah. So, Jeff, yeah. what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Hello, Jeff. So Harry is two out and moves on to five. Paul is one out. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we it's can. a bit of a delay to I beat that, really. It's like boys, Eurovision. Yeah. So, go on, give us that again. <laughs> Uh, so Harry is two out, moves on to five. Paul is one out, moves on to six. Oh, what a game. Ooh, Goes back to close. me then first. Here we go, number three. Okay, it's the chef and broadcaster, yeah. Heston Blumenthal. Heston Blumenthal. Heston. Right. And I saw yeah. him taking in a game at the Valley, actually. I said to the bloke next to me, I didn't know he was a fan. He said to me, he's so keen, he's known as Charlton Heston. Nice. Yeah, they went for the football fan. <laughs> <laughs> Charlton Heston at the Valley there. Um, yeah. I'd say Heston Blumenthal. Is uh, 55. 55. What do you think, Harry? Yeah, I don't think he's as old as that. Oh. Uh, Heston Blumenthal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say. Uh, f- I'm going to say 48. 48. I'm going to say 48. I'm yeah. 48. Mm, Paul's right though. He's 56. No, he's, he's right. never. He's wearing he's well, never. isn't he? Tremendous. Wearing well. Yeah. 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 Do you love his meat fruit? It's very nice. <laughs> well, I get I get mistaken for him a lot, actually. <laughs> do, you, do you? Yeah. Heston Blumenthal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's people, where, yeah, people come up and, you know, yeah, ask about... It's the collars, that. isn't it? That's, that's yeah, can you, get me, can you get me a table for tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and a fat duck. You should say, le- yes, said, and just let them turn up. I think it's fat duck thing. I yeah. think it's fat duck they shouted. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Out of white vans as you go past. Yeah. Yeah. Oi. Oi. Fat duck. 
Anyway. Yeah, there's a table for two, a tasting platter, mate. Oh, I had to get back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, have we had a guest yet? Yes, what happened, Jeff? Yeah, come on, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Uh, keep Harry, going. That's Harry the, is that's the key moves on game. to 13, or mm. one out moves on to seven. Okay, slightly chaotic. Seven, please. 13. I'm slightly in the lead. H. Mm. All right, you go yeah. first this time. What's yeah, the gag? Long way to go. It's uh, Mary Nightingale. Mind the gag. What about the name? It's Mary Nightingale, the newscaster. Yeah. And Mary we got, Nightingale. Yes, we yeah. got absolutely hammered together. On Did a, you really? You're yes, Mary? On a pub crawl in Mayfair. Mary yeah. was so drunk she started crooning her favourite songs at full volume yes Nightingale sang in Berkeley Square of course she did yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did. Yes, 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 you was... saw it coming yeah you, you certainly yeah <laughs> okay, Mark, uh, what do you think Age? Mary Nightingale yeah I think she's it must be older than me I'm mm. saying she's perhaps um 67. I'm saying 67. 67. Yeah, I'm saying 67 from Mary Nightingale. Okay. Well, I'm going to go a bit younger. I'm going to go about 57. So that's contentious. But he's... What is she? Mary won't be coming to your musical, Harry. She's 59. Oh. Yeah, but she looks older. (laughs) (laughs) That's not helping. For eight years. Now she'll be front row going, boom. Get off. She's... (laughs) She's done something to her. I don't know. She's done something to her hair. <laughs> so, Jeff, slightly in delay. What, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Oh, blimey. I'll be honest. I lost Jamie the line. I missed, missed two guesses. Well, Harry went for 67, so he was eight out. And I went for 57. I was two out. This is carnage. Yeah, yeah. So, are you still there, Jeff? Yeah. So I'm on nine. I think the producer's going to have to keep score. (laughs) I'm on nine. Harry was uh, he was eight out, so that puts him on Mm. that puts him on uh, twenty one. So it's nine plays twenty one as we head to a slightly chaotic (laughs) halftime break. We'll try and re-establish contact with Jeff. Okay. Yes. Uh, Last birthday before halftime. It's the soul singer Gladys Knight. Oh yeah, Gladys Gladys Knight. She's got a surprising new backing group. Uh, Surprising if it wasn't basically the same gag as last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Philip Coutinho, Philip Lam, and Philip. Schofield. Yes, it's Gladys Knight and the Pips. Gladys Knight and the, the Pips. Pips. Yeah, Thank that's you. right. Um, I don't get that one. Pips. Okay, it's a short for Philip. Philip. Some oh, people call Philip. Gladys Knight and the Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't open. I wouldn't open with it. Yeah. I'm, not, um, I'm not planning to. Wouldn't open with it. <laughs> Skips on to the O2. Live at the Apollo for the first time. It's Andy Jacobs. That's mm. it. Andy. Harry told you not to open with the Pips. One. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, good evening. Good what about evening. that Gladys Knight? <laughs> Philip Schofield. You can't believe her new backing singers. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, get off? Um, yeah. Jason Manford in the wings trying to get you off. I'd yeah. say. No, uh, that was, it was Gladys Knight. I think Gladys Knight in a phone box. It was, yeah, yeah. Of course it but was. That's right. got, yeah. yeah. You got any change, man? Can't find a 10p. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, we're workshopping it now, aren't we? It's become something else. <laughs> I did think of that, but I didn't yeah. go down that uh, Gladys, I, I mean, we can. I mean, she's, you know, she. Leaving on a midnight train to <laughs> Georgia. To Georgia. She has, she's got a rail card, though, now, so it costs her about a third of the price, Gladys. Uh, 83. 83. What do you think, uh, Harry? 83 for Gladys Knight. Yeah. I am, I'm going to say 80... What did you say? 83, 83 I went, yeah. I'm going to say 84. 84. She's only 78. No, sorry, oh, Gladys. Time, Glad if you're listening. Stripling. What yeah. about that? I thought she was older. Okay. Yeah. Jeff, are you there? Yeah. I am here now. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's a glorious technicolour. We've gone for the old tech. Uh, it's nine um, plays 21 when you left us. And Did you hear those scores? 
yeah, so you're five out, so yeah. you move on to 14. <laughs> Harry, one out, moves on to 22. So eight in it at yep. the halfway stage. All a bit shonky, this, yeah. isn't it, really? <laughs> anyway, the technology <laughs> we just is just about holding out. It's half-time in the first ever celebrity birthday spread. Harry Hill on 22. I'm on 14. All to play for in the second half. Yeah, I'm closing the gap. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Welcome back to the birthday spread. If you just joined us, it's a celebrity special. Harry Hill, the co-writer of Tony, the Tony Blair rock opera, which uh, our old friend Charlie Baker is in, playing Tony Blair at the moment, which is why Harry's kindly stepped in for him. The scores are pretty tight. I'm on 14. I'm slightly in the lead. Harry's on 22. Jeff Peters is on the phone, uh, live from Ibiza. Um, Harry's outside the theatre where they're rehearsing the new show. Uh, And uh, let's get Pele back. Here he is. Yeah, I think Harry's doing pretty well. He is, for a man who's never played the game. That's exactly right. So, uh, next birthday. It's the leader of the Democratic Unionist Party in 2021, Edwin Poots. Edwin Poots. Poots. Yes, I had a terrible headache, but he mixed up a portion that cured it instantly. Whenever I'm not well, I always go and see Poots the Chemist. Oh, okay, that's an interesting one. I thought you might have gone yeah. for, you know, I did I got a sponsor and we we, we walked, you know, Lands End, John O'Groats, these poots are made for walking. The old family did it. Might have gone down that route. Could have gone down. That's options. Yeah. Well, I'll put that one down yeah. for next year. Yeah, it's always options. Yeah. Harry, uh, Edwin yeah, Poots. Poots. Yeah. Edwin Poots. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to say, uh, what is he, 52? 52. I might go a bit high for the the uh, the, the, the boy Poots. F- uh, 62. 62 I'm going for. 57. 57. Pootsie. Pootsie. Pootso. What's that done? I'll be careful. What's that done? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'll be careful. What's that done to the scores? Uh, you're both five out. Paul now on 19, Harry on 27. 27, okay, yeah. back to me. So here we go. Listeners. Anyway, yeah. Francis yeah. Rossi, the musician Francis Rossi. Rossi. Status quo. And uh, we watched the 1982 World Cup final victory by Italy. We were pitched together at the match, and a friend said, I didn't realise you were Palo Rossi. Palo Rossi. Palo Rossi. Palo Rossi. Oh, I'm with Palo Rossi. That's the football yeah. one. Well, he could definitely do. Get down, deeper and down. Get down. He was main centre forward. I once went on a, this is a true story, I went on a, you know, I had Rick Parfit in my uh, show once, remember Paul? Yeah. And he told me that they had a code for when someone knocked on the dressing room door, the way he knew whether to answer the door or not, right? Francis Rossi, and I'm going to tap this out. Uh, let me say, uh, he the, the the code when you tapped on uh, Rick Parfit's dressing room door was this, which was basically down, down, deeper, and down. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that worth signal. That's a good that signal. That was the signal. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic, to, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I'd say he's. Oh, how old is he now? Seventy. He's rocking all over the world. Seventy-four. Um, I'd say Francis. Yeah, I'm what do you think? Say, yeah, he's older, isn't he? Because I think they started quite early. I'm going to say 73. Oh, good guess, Harry. Spot on. 73. Oh, direct hit. I get a bonus, do I? Oh, well, 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 you know, we haven't introduced that. Maybe that's something worth thinking the about. next season. Yeah. It might skew the records, though, the <laughs> asterisk against some of the other victories in the past. Um, so, what, what's that? <clears throat> yes, what's that down to the scores, Jeff? <clears throat> 
Well, Harry has closed the gap by one on that one with that direct hit. So it's Paul 20, Harry 27, three to go. Okay, here we go, three to go. Harry goes first, keep going. Uh, Mm. It's the fashion designer, Henry Holland. Mm. Henry Holland. And uh, I I fought him, actually, in a white-collar boxing match, and he knocked me senseless. Did he? Yeah, I just didn't see the hook of Holland. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like that. It's a spontaneous laugh. He's not not humouring you that time. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely not. The hook of Holland. Uh, Yeah. What I'm going to go. Yeah. It's my go, is it? Yeah, yes. sure, though. 42. Yeah, it's your man who was. Is he the guy's at Burberry? It's him, isn't it? Um, he's probably at 45. I go slightly more, slightly higher. Ooh, that's made it interesting. He's 39. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Sorry, Ooh, Henry, if you're listening. Oh, yeah. so what's the scores, <clears throat> Jeff? This is a ding dong do, isn't it? It is. Harry three out, Paul six out. So it is now Paul 26. Harry, 30, four in it, two to go. Great yes. guessing. Good work. Yeah. This is, it is. It's exciting. And now we come up to birthday number nine. Yes. It's the retail advisor and broadcaster, Mary Portis. Mary Portis. Oh, yeah. Portis. Yeah, Mary Portis. I, I knew her father, actually. He used to work on the trains. I wouldn't go to Birmingham, but he took me on to crew. Guess what I said to him next? Yes, yeah, so that's one for the teenagers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> An old Will Hay film. It's on from the, twi- it's on from the 20s. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to, like to put you in. Oh, Mr. Portas, if you're if you, yes, your you granddad. That's right. Yeah. Ask your great granddad. Um, I'd say um, Mary Portas is seven. She looks, uh, she doesn't look it, but I'm going 71. What do you think, age? There's no way she's that old. No, 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 no I'm being no, a bit unkind, no. and I'm sorry, Mary, if you're listening. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. What do you think, 71? Yeah, I've gone a bit, I may have I'm gone a bit gonna, high, too late now. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say 67. 67. <sighs> she's 62. This is oh, very Sorry, exciting. Mary, I don't know why. I mean, I, you look so good. Uh, I don't know why I went nine years old. I feel <laughs> yeah. bad now. Yeah. yeah. Not as bad as Mary, yeah. though, <laughs> she's listening. <laughs> That's probably true. She's probably broken. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Fair enough, yeah. what's that done the scores? I think Harry's gone in the lead, hasn't he? No. Oh, it's, right. uh, Paul, you were nine out on to 35. Yeah. Harry, five out. He moves on to 35. We are all square going okay. into the oh, Well, as someone thrill. who plays this a lot, I'll go off first in this one. So I'll give you a marker, H, which should make it a bit easier for you. So what's here it? we go. It's the ballerina Agnes Oaks. Agnes Oaks, and uh, she wouldn't let me dance with her at Covent Garden because of the size of my bowling ball stomach. Yes. I don't know what it is about Oaks and the Derby. Nice. Oh, that's, I like Derby. that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think she might be quite old, Racing Agnes. One, I, mean, I mean, Agnes, you never know. The names come back, don't they? There's probably a lot of sort of two-year-old Agneses out I there. I never heard of her. No, no, I haven't either, and I, yeah. I like Agnes that Oaks. I, I'm yeah. going to go. I'll give you the marker. I'm going to say 92. I'm going high. So, I mean, it's a punt, isn't it? Neither of us know her. Uh, you've only got to go one. You've only got to be one. Way. One either side would, you know, unless I'm. Yeah, I mean, depends really. If you think she's older or younger. Uh, Agnes O, ballerina. Hmm. She, she could be, be that old. Will she? she could be X. I mean, I don't think she's probably still not dancing. I would think on my ninety-two anyway. Who knows? Uh, well, I'm guessing. The ballerina, and then she's a lot younger. Well, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, um, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll say nine, I'll say ninety. Ninety. <laughs> it's very cagey. Agnes Oaks, ballerina, is fifty-two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, look, That's Harry has won. Me, the winner. That the first time yeah, he'd won. ever played it. That's incredible, <clears throat> Harry. Really, a couple yeah. of firsts there. The first time he'd ever had a dead heat going into the last one. 
and uh, the, the the first celebrity winner of the birthday spread. What about that? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know why, but I, I'm not I'm not f-ing it particularly. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a hollow victory. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that at this moment, if if it ever came, I would be thrilled. And, <laughs> well, wait till yeah, you tell somehow it just feels sort of empty. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> wait till you tell Charlie you've won, and then you'll see how good a victory he was very this excited. was. Char- Char- he was very excited. Yeah. Give me tips. He says, "Oh, well, Paul will always go one. He'll always go one under. Yeah. He'll always go one over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he takes it very yeah, seriously. Minutes of coaching he gave me this morning. <laughs> well, it worked. Yeah, yeah Charlie takes. It. Yeah, it did yeah. work. Let's get the final yeah. scores, Jeff. I gave you a t- chance to add them up. What were the final scores? Uh, well, it was thirty-five all going into the final yeah. one. Paul, you were forty out. Harry was thirty-eight out. So it's finished all <laughs> seventy-five. <laughs> Harry, 73. Harry Hill, the winner of the birthday. The winner. Congratulations. Yeah, well done. (laughs) Thank you for this. So we will have a a further chat about the show. Um, But um, where can people people get tickets from? Uh, Well, it's at one of the Park Theatre Infinity Park. You Mm. can buy them. uh, You can walk in and buy them. You can buy them online or you can phone the box office uh, and they'll be able to sort you out too. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, tickets from £18.50. Lovely. Charlie Uh, Baker, talk sports, Charlie Baker starring. So uh, Charlie's, yeah. yeah, Brilliant. Well, Harry, appreciate you doing this. Thanks very much, and we'll catch up with you soon. All the best. See you soon. Take care. There we are, Harry Hill there, the first winner of the celebrity birthday spread. We'll wrap things up. He's already texted me to be part of the writing team for the TV Burt Revival. Yeah, fantastic. I'm sure it's very nice of him. The contract's in the post. (laughs) So there we are, Harry Hill, the winner of the first ever celebrity birthday spread you can hear the emotion in his voice the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast well there we are that was this afternoon's show and that is us until next monday we're yeah. going to enjoy the long That's bank good. holiday we hope you have a fantastic time whatever Absolutely. you're doing yeah looking forward to it and we will catch up with you on monday terrific we know whether it's wales scotland or ukraine in the world cup by then please so. don't let it be scotland <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've made that clear um so yeah have a great weekend you've been listening to the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m on talk sport mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.